Welcome to the Victory of the Lamb podcast. We are a simple, straightforward Bible teaching church in Katy, Texas. If you are in the area, we'd love for you to stop by anytime. Otherwise, we hope you use this podcast to grow in your faith and be confident in sharing it with many. You can find us online at VOTL.org. We hope you enjoy this message, and God bless your week. Dear Christian, grace, mercy, and peace be yours in abundance as you set your heart on things above, not here below. And stay on your tiptoes. So there's the new exercise program for the day. I don't know if you ever heard of that or not. Stay on your tiptoes. The basic exercise plan is this. Wherever you go, whatever you're doing, you walk around on your tiptoes. And it's a way to try to get a little extra exercise without burning extra minutes out of your day. So, when you're walking down to get the mail, you stay on your tiptoes. When you're walking through the grocery store aisles, on the tiptoes. Walking through the mall, walking to work, even just walking to your car in your driveway. You're on your tiptoes. Supposedly, there's better balance. Your calf muscles, leg muscles will increase in strength. And you will be able to do all of that without wasting any time to exercise if you're pushed for time. Now, there's two big problems with this particular exercise plan. The first one is focus. I've never tried it, but I would just imagine it's very difficult to stay on your tiptoes all day long, everywhere you go, everything you do. And then the second problem would be, what are other people going to think about me as they see me walking to get the mail like this or walking through the grocery store like that? They're going to think I'm strange. And I don't really want anyone to think that I'm strange, so I'm not going to do that. Well, staying on your tiptoes is certainly up to you if you want to do that as an exercise plan or not. And it's not sinful if, like me, you're going to choose not to do that. Do something else. However, it is sinful if you don't stay on your tiptoes spiritually. And that is what Jesus is telling us today through the Word. Stay on your tiptoes Don't worry about the things of this life. Focus on God and His Word. Don't worry about what other people think of you as you're living a repentant Christian lifestyle. Focus on God and His Word. Stay on your tiptoes as you're getting ready for Judgment Day to come. That's what we get to explore today from God's holy truth. And it's my honor to help you be led into these verses from 2 Peter Chapter 3. We begin this way. He says, But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years. The thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping His promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Let's start by thinking about how easy it is to be distracted by things of this life and be 
prevented from staying on your tiptoes, setting your hearts on things above. Maybe the easiest way to be distracted is to think to yourself, either everything in this world is valuable and I want to grab it like everyone else is. Or you think to yourself, everything in this world is falling apart. It's going off the rails faster and faster all the time. What is taking God so long? Why has Judgment Day not come yet? How much worse could this possibly get? I know for sure you've thought that sometimes, either in the quietness of your own heart or even out loud. Guess what? You're not alone. History is full of examples when things were going off the rails faster and faster and I haven't interviewed them, nor could I, but I'll bet every human being from every country and every century has said at one point in time or another, how could this possibly get any worse? I just don't think it can. What is taking God so long in bringing Judgment Day? I just don't understand why He's up there seemingly not caring, seemingly not paying attention, or paying attention but then helpless to do anything about all the evil run amok. Why do those evil people seem to get away with it and God never holds them accountable? These are the things riding around in our mind when we aren't staying on our tiptoes. God's Word helps us to answer these all-important questions today as... Peter says this, Do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord a day is like a thousand years. And a thousand years are like a day. God is not bound by time. And this can't be said often enough. Here's one verse among many that proves it and helps us hold fast to it. God's timing is not your timing. Nor will it ever be. He is not slow in keeping His promise. He's not asleep at the wheel. He's not helpless to do anything about what He sees. He's not slow, as some understand slowness. Instead, He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. You see, the Lord hasn't brought Judgment Day yet because He knows that if He would, Let's say he brings Judgment Day before we go to bed tonight. Don't you know some people whose eternal trauma would only be beginning? It would be great for us as our eternal blessings would be beginning, but there are people today who are not safe with Jesus. They do not understand peace in his death and life and resurrection. And if Judgment Day came today, they who are not repentant would go to eternal hell even though Jesus paid for every last one of their sins. They don't have faith in it. The Lord doesn't want that to happen. At all. Ever. Even once. And so, that's why He is so patient. He's patient, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And so we stay on our tiptoes as we're waiting for Judgment Day, we keep focused on what God's heart is, that He's patient, that His timing is not our timing, 
and that his heart is passionate for repentance. For you to admit your sin and trust in Christ for forgiveness. And then for you to live a life that is passionate about helping others to repent as passionate as God is passionate about helping others to repent. So we stay in our tiptoes and we stay focused. And we don't worry so much about the events of this world. We also stay in our tiptoes and we stay focused as we don't cling to things that simply aren't going to last. Look at verse 10. This is also a verse worth drinking in. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire. And the earth and everything in it will be laid bare. So, three actions going on there in that one verse describing what's judgment day going to be like. Disappear, not quietly, with a roar. Destroyed by fire. And also laid bare. The idea behind that one is everything that was covered up, now the true colors are seen. Everything that was, I'm not really sure what this is all about here, it is laid bare for what it actually is. And this applies in so many ways as we think about the things of this life. Because what will disappear, what will be destroyed, what will be laid bare not only the things you can see the things you can touch the things you can purchase someplace like your car your home your clothes your kitchen table your patio furniture the christmas lights on your house or your tree not only all those things you can purchase will disappear be destroyed but also things that you can't purchase Things that you can't even really see. Philosophies. Movements. It will be laid bare. The true colors will be known and shown for what they are. Now think about that. That means that if it feels good, do it. will be laid bare as a path of temptation that leads to hell. You do what you do, I'll do what I do. You believe what you believe, I'll believe what I believe. Postmodern thought, which is everywhere in the world and has been for a long time, it will be laid bare and shown for what it is. The opposite of scriptural absolute truth. Republicans, Democrats, libertarians, capitalists, communists, dictators, Kings, queens, parliament, congress, on and on and on and on, it will all disappear. The basic things of life, the sun comes up in the morning, the moon comes up at night, it's going to disappear, it's, it's going to be gone. It won't be like it always has been. Things will either disappear or be destroyed or be laid bare. Every single thing, whether you can see it or not. Whether it's something you set your heart on or something you despise. All the money you have, destroyed, 
All the debt you have destroyed. So it's not all bad, right? But the point is, don't set your heart on it. Stay on your tiptoes. Don't set your heart on money and power and scrambling for more. Don't set your heart on winning this and grabbing that, even though everybody else in the world might be doing so. Staying on your tiptoes means you set your heart on things above, where you can see very clearly, yeah, everything on earth, it is disappeared, it is destroyed or laid bare. And if you're setting your heart on things above, if you're staying on your tiptoes, what does it matter scrambling around for money and power? And even if other people in the world might think you're strange for prioritizing repentance of sin and trust in Christ, I'm not that worried about money and power of this earth. They might say, wow, that's weird. Just like they might say to you, wow, you're weird if you walk to the mailbox on your tiptoes. And yet, is this not worth it? Is this not the way to go? The way to live your life between now and Judgment Day when Jesus calls you home? Is this not the way to realize where God's heart is and have your heart right in line with His? Instead of saying, come on God, if heaven is so good and if you can't wait till I get there, what's taking so long? Instead of that frustration, you can say, Lord, I can't wait to go to heaven to be with you. My heart is there. All the way. Yet, my heart is also patient as you are patient. Because my heart desires others to repent as you desire others to repent. So I'm going to focus on you. I'm not going to focus on the world being a train wreck. I'm not going to care about what other people think of me. Living for you first and for you alone. Because this is how I have peace, love, productivity, and how I can be full of joy as I wait for you to come and take me home. That day the Lord will come like a thief. God's timing is not our timing. We have no idea when He will come back. But we know that He will come back. And we know what we can be doing with our time, our money, and our energy until He comes back. And that is what the rest of the verses have to talk about here. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. That day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire and the elements will melt in the heat. But in keeping with His promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth where righteousness dwells. So then, dear friends, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with Him. Now remember, as you look into the world and see things going off the rails and imagine... You know, people probably were also thinking that way during 9-1-1, during Vietnam War, during the Korean War, during World War I, World War II, during the Civil War in the U.S., and that's just in the U.S. over the past couple hundred years. What about 
The bubonic plague, which wiped out half of Europe's population in the 1300s. What about one year in Martin Luther's time in the 1500s where there was the Peasants' Rebellion and 100,000 peasants died in a year? The, the list goes on and on, including an important one to think about today. What was going on in Peter's day when he wrote this? Christians were getting thrown to lions. That's what was going on. Or burned at the stake. Or at the least, meeting underground. Hopefully going to be able to meet underground next week if we're still alive. And fighting off that temptation inside. Is this worth it? Is it worth it to stay on our tiptoes? Because if other people out there notice that I'm different and that I'm a Christian, they might want to end my life. Yet Peter here says, everything will be destroyed, so live a holy and godly life. Prioritize repentance of sin wherever you see it. Don't give the devil an inch because he'll take a mile. Live a holy and godly life. Look forward to the new heaven and new earth that is coming to you. The place where righteousness dwells. I know that you and I have who knows how many times said or thought, this is just unfair. It is not fair that I have had this happen to me. It is not fair that this situation came about in my life. Look forward to the new heaven and the new earth where righteousness dwells. Fairness is everywhere. And the fairness in particular that is everywhere is perfection in Christ. No sin. Nothing ruined. Nothing warped. No bad surprises. Not even the slightest little argument. Look forward to it. Set your heart on it. Stay on your tiptoes as you focus on it. And then since you're doing that, verse 14, since you're looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with Jesus. He's the one who loves you after all. He's the one who thought you were worth dying for. He's the one who determined that your sin of falling in love with this world or focusing on the things of this life or worrying more about what someone else out there who is sinful thinks of you than worrying about what God thinks of you. He's the one who simply decided because he loves you and wanted to, I think you're worth dying for. I think you're worth living for. I want to give you the opportunity to know how much I treasure you so that you can have a home in heaven to look forward to. So that even as present sufferings are rising and growing and spreading and multiplying, you can have eternal glory to look forward to that far outweighs all of it. So, stay on your tiptoes. Focus on the things of heaven. Never mind the things on earth. Focus on your relationship with God. Never mind what other people think. Stay on your tiptoes each and every day and ask God to help you be as patient as He is patient, as passionate for repentance 
of sinners as He is passionate for repentance of sinners, and as looking forward to that day in heaven when you are there with Him for eternity. Look forward to that as much as God is. And that will mean you can't help it. You won't even have to think about staying on your tiptoes. You'll already be there. Amen. Time is precious. Thank you so much for investing some of your time with us today. Could I ask you for one more favor? If you're enjoying this podcast, please don't forget to click subscribe and give us a rating. Just a few seconds of your time will help other people hear the simple, straightforward Bible message we offer. Thank you so much. God bless your day in Christ.